Hey guys, welcome to The Lovely Miss Lizzie, hosted by me, Elizabeth Chasen. I originally had planned to talk about some military spouse topics um, in today's episode, but I decided to kind of put it back on the back burner until I can possibly wrangle in a couple of my fellow military spouses to sit down and talk about some of these topics. So I'm going to hold off on it for now, um, but it will be in a future episode. But instead, I thought I would talk to you about my, or I shouldn't say my, let's say um, what it's been like living in Germany. Okay, guys, before we start the episode, I just wanted to say thank you, a really big thank you for everyone who's been listening. Your support means so much to me, and I really hope that these mini-series that are happening twice a week are just the right amount of time for you to tune in when you have free time and catch up on other episodes if you've missed. So again, I just wanted to thank everyone so much, and I am so blessed to have such an amazing group of people supporting me. I seriously cannot believe Eddie and I have been living in Germany for over two years. Two years, guys. I still can't believe it. And I still feel like, you know, it's still very fresh, like coming and, you know, landing in Frankfurt and then driving on the Autobahn for the first time and um, just experiencing a whole new culture. It just still feels so fresh. And I really applaud the people who have... um, adjusted or have, you know, really taken in the European culture with grace. Because for me, I was really looking forward to experiencing it. And then when I was actually thrown into it, it kind of like hit me with a ton of breaks. (laughs) You know, like, um, I had envisioned like, oh, it's going to be so wonderful. And people are going to be so amazing and nice and friendly. And they're going to love us. And Oh, it's going to be so great. And I would say it's about 50-50. You either get someone native that's lived here forever and ever and ever that is so kind to you, so welcoming. You know, they want to know your story. They'll treat you like family. And then you'll get the other side that's just like totally blows you off, doesn't look at you, doesn't, you know... Or here, it's very common, and I think all my fellow friends that are here can totally relate to this, but it's like the German stare. They just stare at you for no reason. You know, it it doesn't matter what race you are, or if you're male or female, or if you have kids or no kids, or, or whatever, they all love staring And that for me, even to this day, it is so hard for me 
to be okay with it, you know, um, because I feel like naturally I stick out because I'm Asian and then being American, you know, I just feel like I stick out and I always tell Eddie, I hate it, hate it, hate it because not that I want to look like everyone else, but I just don't like when people stare at me. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, so it's taken me a long time to really like accept that and to be okay with it. And I just know that that's just kind of the culture. Um, but what's funny is a friend of mine, when I first moved here, she took me to the local bakery out on the economy. And oh my gosh, you guys, when you walked through the doors, all you could smell were these delicious mouthwatering pastries and bagels and bread. Everything's so fresh. I was so amazed with how fresh everything was here. I mean, I can't, I, it's hard for me to put in words because it's so good. You have to just come and experience it. But so I'm in the bakery and, you know, everyone's just kind of crowded around the, um, the, the windows where all the food is. And, you know, there's really no formal line. People just like walk up and they'll order, you know, and, you know, they'll just kind of be pinging around. And so I remember that day we were in the bakery. It was so busy. It was hot because it was the summer. There was a lot of people moving around. And I, I just could not wrap my brain around, why aren't people standing in line? Like, I don't know if that's just like an American thing. But and of all things, I, that that just like totally threw me off. Like, why weren't people standing in line? You know, everyone was just all over the place in there. It was so overwhelming. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to take me forever to get used to. And then to know my, or to be confident enough in ordering in German, because I mean, let's be honest. I think if you want to be a tourist and you, and you know, you're just here visiting, it is totally fine to just speak English or, or, you know, to do the pointy and the nodding, you know, I think they get that. But for me, because I knew I was going to be living here, um, I, I wanted to try my best and to know enough German to like order food or to say thank you or, you know, just the most common things. And so I tried learning as much as I could before we moved here. Um, but what I did not realize is just like in the United States, there are different dialects, different slang words, different ways they pronounce their words. And it totally threw me for a loop. I could not wrap my brain around how different it was. Um, and so as time has passed, I've become much more confident and comfortable speaking German. Um, and for the most part, they're very forgiving if you try. And I think they show a lot more respect if you try because, um, I don't know. I mean, it's the same thing in the United States. I feel like if, if someone comes in and doesn't try to speak English, or I don't know, I could be wrong. I just, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like it's a very respectful thing if you can at least try to say what you're wanting to say. And then if you mess up or if they can't understand anything that you're saying, they will most likely ask if you can speak English or, you know, if, if, you know, the pointy and nodding thing. <laughs> um, but 
So besides the uh, language, I think the other most, like the, the biggest thing that like totally blew my mind, like I was like, holy cow, is they recycle everything, you guys. I mean, everything. I think Junior and I, the other day, we were counting the recycling cans and the trash. So we have a trash can, a paper, a bio, which has all biodegradable foods in it. We have plastic, glass, metal, um... I'm trying to think. There's one more I think I'm forgetting. But you guys, that's already six recycling or trash. Like, And you have to think of anything plastic like come, that comes in a container like cottage cheese container or you know something like that. When you are ready to recycle it or throw it out, if there's food in there, you have to dump the food out in the bio bin, rinse it out, then you can put it in the plastic and then that plastic goes into recycling and so on and so forth. And so I've really mastered the art on recycling. (laughs) And I mean, I think what they have here is amazing. You know, they reuse a ton of things like all their glass bottles they reuse. So you buy a huge crate of, um, Coke or beer or wine and you return it, you get that money back for all the bottles that you bring back. So I, I think the system that they have, it's so organized. Um, it's so good for their environment here. It's just, whoa, it's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot of recycling. You know, I was just telling Eddie the other day, I can't wait to get back to the States where, you know, you just have a recycling and a trash can, you know, um, I think for us, because we're a family of five, and then we have the dogs, our teeny little trash can that we have, um, it gets full really fast, very, very fast. And trash only comes twice a month, twice a month, you guys. And then my paper only comes once a month. So you have to be kind of like frugal and conscious of what you're throwing in your trash and then what you're throwing in your paper and so on and so forth because those cans fill up and then if they're full and your trash doesn't come for another week or two your extra bags are either a sitting around in your garage or b you you know you, there's nowhere else you can put them so they're just sitting around so I think it's funny to think back of that because so many people don't expect that when they get here and when my parents were just here visiting um they were you know asking me about the recycling and which one went where and it it can get kind of like complex to explain especially for visitors so I always just say to leave it and I'll do it later um but that's one thing that I just I never saw coming like I just never knew it was that big of a thing here um so it's funny to kind of think about it now as like I'm so used to doing it, what it will be like when we return to the States. Okay guys, so I'm going to just talk about 
one more topic and then I'm I'm just going to wrap it up um mostly because I'm on a bit of a time crunch and also I'd love to hear from you if you would like to know more about what it's like here in Germany I will definitely make a part two um or I would love to talk about more because there there is so much more I could share it's hard to squeeze it in in kind of a little mini segment so um please let me know whether it be on Facebook Instagram uh leave me a voice message on Anchor I love to hear if you'd like to hear more about my um adventures here in Germany but the last thing I wanted to share um was a story about when we first got here our first night we got to go and eat out on the economy um I remember we went to this little Greek restaurant and you know of course we had to pick a place where the poor owner he knew no or I'm sorry the the waitress it was the waitress she didn't know any english and we were trying to ask her if if they were open for dinner and you know if we could have a table and this poor girl is just looking at us and you know i had i really had just known like the bare bones the bare bones of german so of course i asked her you know sprechen sie english and you know she didn't say anything she said nine nine and and you know of course that means no in german and so she went and got the owner who knew a little bit of english and you know we asked can we sit down are you open for dinner and he said of course and um so we sat down and i remember um one of my friends who has now moved back to the states she lived here or she was born here in germany and she said one thing you have to remember about germany is you can sit wherever you want when you go to a restaurant and you can stay for however long you want no one's gonna make you leave from your table and i you know kind of nice right you can just like stay and hang out as long as you want at your table and that is honestly the truth because when you're all done eating um you typically have to ask for them to bring you the check or you'll be there forever you know cuz they'll never come and bother you not unless you need another drink or order more food or something like that they will not bring that check over to you until you typically ask for it um so anyway going back to the story of when we were at the greek restaurant so we were at the greek restaurant we sat down we ate and i remember when i had ordered my water I had asked, you know, wasa bitte, which is water, please in German, and she brings the water out and I didn't realize that one, it comes with no ice and two, it's sparkling water. Not that I mind sparkling water, I just like prefer it cold and it was definitely not cold. And I remember looking at Eddie just like, is this a very common thing and it is so common you you have to ask for still water if you go out to eat or if you're out um you have to make sure you're like buying still water cuz most of it or all of it is sparkling and um i just laughed because what i i just never thought that'd be such a common thing in europe but come to find out you always get 
uh, still wasa if you're uh, out on the economy and um, or you just say no gas uh, wasa no gas <coughs> and they'll you know uh, not give you the still water um, but I mean oh you guys the food here is so good it it's it's pretty much the same no matter where you go it could be a little bit different depending on like what part of Germany you're in since we're in Bavaria we've got the Bavarian brats and uh, if you go northern they have their own kind of style but overall it's it's basically the same thing and the kids always love getting pommes which is french fries it has a a, a kind of a I guess it's like a paprika seasoning on top and then it comes with this uh, fritz pommes sauce or a uh, french fry sauce that's kind of like a mayonnaise base oh you guys it is so so good i'm definitely gonna stock up on french fry sauce and the seasoning to bring back to the states because it is so 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 good um but yeah so anyway i i really hope that this little mini series that has been going on on my show you all have enjoyed and like i said please 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 let me know if you'd love to hear more about germany or um, I think I'm going to uh, really enjoy talking about the places that we've been able to visit. It's hard for me to even think that Henry has stamped off five different countries already. And he's only 10 months old. So yeah, he's our little world traveler already to say the least. But anyway, I just wanted to say thank you again everyone for tuning in and listening. I cannot wait to kind of update you or talk about something new on Friday. Please, please, please add me on Instagram or Facebook. Leave me messages on Anchor. I'd love to hear from you. We will all talk soon. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye.